Well, hello, and welcome back to Noah's Window. For just a few minutes this morning, I want to pick back up on what we were talking about yesterday. We were talking about after we receive God's free gift of salvation through Jesus, that we are a new person, we have a new family, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, we have a new citizenship, we're citizens of heaven, and so many things to be excited about. And picking back up on that again today, let's talk about this new life, because the Bible compares the new birth to being born as a little baby. And as we all know, little babies are very needy, uh, little individuals, very dependent on others. But let's talk, make a little bit of the comparison that the scripture gives us. Um, first of all, we are new, the, and I think we read this yesterday, but in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Paul tells us if any man is in Christ, this is kind of like a test, if, he, if he's in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, in the most real sense in the physical world, once we pray to receive Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we open our eyes, we may look around and it might not look new. That's why Paul's telling us, that the old things are passed away and all things become new because it might not be obvious to us. But let's talk about that little baby. You know, I think one of the things about a newborn baby, I do believe they are born hungry. Am I right? If you've ever had a newborn baby in your world, uh, they are very needy when it comes to being fed. And there is a very real comparison there. If if you want to know if you have that new life in you, that new uh, spiritual life, Uh, as a result of of praying to receive Christ, you're going to have a desire to be fed. You're going to be hungry. In fact, the Bible tells us in 1 Peter 2, let's read just a few verses here. Um, He does give us a comparison. Now, 1 Peter is written by the Apostle Peter. And this is a short little letter towards the end of your New Testament. You know, the 1st, 2nd Peter, really good to read. A lot of good instruction and information there. So let's look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, Peter says, So put aside every trace of malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander and hateful speech. Then he says, Like newborn babies, you should long for the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may be nurtured and grow in respect to salvation, its ultimate fulfillment. In other words, we're going to be growing towards, um, eventually when we get to heaven, we'll be complete, absolutely complete, and we'll no longer have... Uh, all those things to fight against. Uh, He goes on to say, if in fact you've already tasted the goodness and gracious kindness of the Lord. So what he's saying is, if you've truly been born again, you're going to be hungry for the word. You're going to be hungry to be nurtured and to grow. Um, Besides a new desire that we have, that hunger that we have as a newborn babe, we now have a new conflict that that, uh, Peter kind of references there. Um, In Galatians chapter 5, Paul tells us the sinful nature, which we still have with us on this side of heaven, even after we've received Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we have this new life in us, this brand new um, uh, life that, that God puts in us, and the Holy Spirit is there working in us. But the one thing we haven't gotten rid of until we get to heaven is our depravity, that sinful nature that's always in a in a, a, a battle with us. So before we accepted the Lord as our personal Savior, the only real battle we had with sin was trying to hide it. Honestly, that's the, that's the human part of us. But once we have been born again and that new person is now inside of us and the Holy Spirit is there convicting us, we now have a conflict because we have this sinful nature that's trying to pull us into the, the former way of life, the way we used to live. But then we have the Holy Spirit in our new 
newborn spirit saying, oh no, we want to please God. We have a hunger to please God. So we have this new conflict. In Galatians 5, 17, Paul says the sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. And Paul will go on to talk about how he fights this battle. You know, things that I want to do, I don't do. Things that I don't want to do, I find myself doing. We can all relate to that. So we are in a battle that we didn't have before. If we just accepted Jesus as our personal Savior, we have a new conflict. And that's the flesh against the spirit. And uh, But the good news is the next new thing I want to talk to us about is we have a new power. And we referenced this yesterday because the Bible assures us that the Holy Spirit indwells us. It's not something that's going to show up on an x-ray machine. And we can't totally explain it. But we trust that Jesus is telling us the truth when he said the Holy Spirit will indwell us. And so we have the indwelling Holy Spirit that will give us power in this battle. In fact, in the book of Philippians, Paul says, Verse in two, chapter 2, verse 13, Paul says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. So we have that new desire, we have that new conflict, but we also have that new power. And then the last thing I want us to look at today is we have a new purpose. And that new purpose is to be God's ambassador here on this earth. So uh, Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, And jumping in, in uh, verse 19, Paul says, And he gave us, God gave us, this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. Now, maybe you hadn't thought about being an ambassador for God and making an appeal, but every God follower has that purpose while they're living on this earth. And so it's a high purpose. It's an important purpose. We're here to win others so that others will be in God's family, so that others will have eternal life, so that others will know the the forgiveness that we've experienced. So that is our ultimate purpose in this life until we go to heaven. So that's a lot of things to be excited about. We have a new life. We have a new hunger to be fed and to grow. We have a new conflict because now we have the flesh and the spirit battling against each other, but we have this new power. The Holy Spirit has promised to give us the power to do what pleases God. And ultimately, our new purpose is to be God's ambassador. Now, those are just a few thoughts We could probably spend an hour or two on each one of those individually, but I hope those are just thoughts that'll help us be focused today as we approach our day and remember what a great privilege it is to be in God's family and to know the forgiveness and to have the cure for the pain that we've had in this life. Now, you know, the ultimate cure for all of our pain will be when we get to heaven and we get our new body. But the pain, the sin that caused the pain can be remedied on this side of eternity by putting our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ, who has provided forgiveness for us. So I hope that blesses your life today. And let's have a word of prayer before we go. Oh, Father, I just thank you for the privilege of sharing your word. And I pray that you take my feeble and stumbling efforts and make them be an encouragement to the hearts and uh, minds of those that are watching and listening today. I pray that each one of us would rehearse and remember how wonderful it is to be your child and uh, to understand that we're not in this life alone, that the Holy Spirit has indwelled us and he will give us the power to do the things that please you. And that's our ultimate desire, Father, as your child is to please you. And we thank you for the opportunity to serve you in this world. Help us to be effective as we spread your message and invite others to hear the good news that you have provided forgiveness for the sin that's caused all the pain 
in our whole world and in our life particularly. Thank you for all that you have done, all that you're going to do. Think of so many that are suffering and struggling even today with serious illnesses and and little children that are suffering, Father, and others. Lord, I just pray that you'd reach down and touch them, heal them, bring them relief to the pain that they're experiencing on this side of eternity. We, we just know you're a miracle-working God and that you are still able to heal broken bodies. And we do know that ultimately, Father, the ultimate healing is when you take us to heaven and we'll get a brand new body and it will have no aches or pains or illness or disease. We thank you for the the uh, confidence we have to look forward to that. And I pray that you'd help us as we comfort others in these difficult days, that you would uh, use us as your ambassadors in that regard too, that we could spread the comfort that you have uh, brought to us and that you offer to them as well. And all the things that we ask today, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ and for his glory and honor. Amen. Well, again, thank you for your uh, patience as we go through these uh, days continuing to uh, get full recovery. And you're all so kind to me and appreciate all your prayers and appreciate your prayers for one another. There are so many out there that have challenges in these difficult days. And we're so glad that we can face these days together. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time on Noah's Window. God bless.